listening to Lone Oak Student Ministry Podcast. Tough questions, testimonies, and text-driven preaching. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. Um, we are glad that you have joined us today. Again, I'm saying the same thing again. Hannah, we were just talking. I should have said something different. <laughs> what did you suggest I say? And we're back. And we're back. We are back. It's another <laughs> another episode of uh, of our, our podcast here. This today, our this podcast is um, we have Hannah Perrier. Hannah, say hey. Hello. I guess you've already said hey, but uh, anyways, but uh, <laughs> Hannah Hannah Perrier is Hannah. What grade are you in? I'm a sophomore. You're a sophomore. Okay, I thought you were a junior, a sophomore. Uh, so Hannah is on here today, and um, you're going to share your testimony. But really, we're going to take your testimony. And turn it not really a tough question, but maybe a a topic, a tough topic. That's not really one of the things we do because the podcast is tough questions, testimonies, and texture and preaching, where I I have like a recap of my my sermons and everything on Wednesday nights. But so today, Hannah, we were talking. It's been maybe a few weeks ago, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I I know last Wednesday we talked uh, at church, and you said, "Well, hey, you know, I'll share my testimony, but." Uh, it's kind of boring, right? Is that, is that what you said? Yeah. It's a little, yeah. And I think I was like, well, Hannah, there's no such thing as a boring testimony. And so and I was like, well, maybe think of something else to talk about. And then uh, I was like, I just couldn't get that in my head. We, we talked that Wednesday and I was like, no, I think we really need to talk about what a boring testimony is and how there is no such thing. Yeah. So, um, so Hannah, let's just jump right into it. Why don't you just tell us, tell us your boring testimony and then uh, we'll unpack and I'll spoiler alert. There is no boring testimony, right? So, <laughs> so, uh, Hannah, the mic is yours. Tell us, tell us your boring testimony. All right. My boring testimony is, well, whenever I was younger, well, I've, I grew up in the church. Like, um, I went to preschool here. I've always gone to church here with my family and, um, in second grade, I was starting to like actually understand what we were talking about in church and not just going because, you know, I went with my parents, but to start understanding like what was mm-hmm. going on and what we were talking about. I remember I had like a lot of questions and I would always go and like talk to my mom about it. And then um, I went to my mom and I told her that I wanted to get saved. And so I got to go talk to Mr. Stan. Oh, yeah. And then... Um, was it in this office? It was because we're we are recording this podcast in Mr. Stan's old office. Seven years? Nope. Nine years later. Wait. Yeah. I don't know how many years later. Did yeah? You had probably in that moment you had no idea that seven, nine, whatever years later, you'd be back in here doing a podcast. You probably didn't know what a podcast. I was probably didn't then. even know what a podcast. I don't even know was. if there were podcasts back then. Probably there, not. There might have. There might have been. There might have been. No, it's probably not. Anyway, sorry. I just realized, hey, that's a cool moment. We're, we're back in here. So. Yeah, I forgot that it was in here, <laughs> but I came and talked to Mr. Stan, yeah. and he went through it, and I um, basically got saved then, and then I went to, and then on Easter Sunday, mm-hmm. I went up in front of the church, and they, I said the prayer, and then I got baptized a few weeks later, but um, that was like my original, like, testimony but I didn't start like fully living it through until middle school which I don't know it was just something clicked in me because Mm -hmm. you know whenever you're younger you're like okay this is what I need to do Mm -hmm. but you don't fully know how to live through it like you don't know how to live it I guess like you know how you should but 
I guess you're just so young, you don't fully understand it or like grasp it. So it wasn't until like middle school where I started yeah. like fully dedicating my mm-hmm. life to him. Gotcha. And that was, that was pretty much that I've been a Christian ever since. So. Gotcha. And so what would, what would you say, what is your, why would you call your testimony boring then? I don't know. I guess it's just I have grown up in the church and I yeah. just got saved in the church. Like there wasn't a big yeah. dramatic change in my life where I was like, oh, I need God. It was just like he was always there. And then I and then I just kind of accepted him. But I like grew up that way. Like, gotcha. So so I, I understand what you mean by a boring testimony. But what would like what's an example of like a non boring testimony? I don't know how people have gone through like the lowest valleys and then whenever they're in that moment, they find God. But I guess that's that. Right. Or, you know, you hear stories of like um, drug addicts who uh, were arrested for attempted murder and all these really bad things. Right. And they go to prison and they get saved. And then 25 years later, they get out of prison. Now they're a pastor. Like that's a, that's a pretty cool testimony. Yeah. Right? Or like the miracles that happen. You're yeah. like, oh, well, that is cool. I like, and then it makes yours seem a little bit boring. But when you think about it, like everybody's testimony is different and that's how you got to know Christ. So it's not going to be boring. Right. Yeah. Like some people like <laughs> some people say, well, my, my testimony is before I met Christ, I was potty training and disobeyed my parents. And that was the worst thing I'd ever done. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and, then, and so like when, when you stack up that testimony with someone else, you know, uh, I could I could see how it seems boring, but but what I want for, for me, like for my for my upbringing, I was just my dad was a pastor, my mom was a teacher at a Christian school. I went to a Christian school very much like like CCA here here that we have, and you know I knew I was a sinner, but you know at nine years old I hadn't done anything really really bad, right? It's not like I I murdered my neighbor's cat or anything <laughs> like that. That was really bad. I wasn't like a problem child. I just you know, I realized my need for Jesus, that he was my only way for salvation and got saved and got baptized later and, you know, grew up in the church. And so I used to think too, that I had a boring testimony. So when, when I remember when, when you said that, I was like, that clicked with me because that's how I felt for a long time. And then, um, what we're going to get to in just a minute, um, some, I realized some things over the years that there is no boring testimony, but I feel like Hannah, you can speak to this. Do you think a lot of students, maybe in our group, but a lot of teenagers in Paducah here, that's kind of their, their thought too, is I don't really have a cool testimony. Yeah, I guess so. Because whenever you're, you've known God, like your whole life, it's not like it's some, it's not like a new introduced topic to Mm -hmm. you. Like it's something you've always known of and you went to it yourself instead of like, I guess having something that changed your life that made you go to God. Sure. Sure. Well, cool. Uh, well, let's 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 unpack a little bit. Let's go ahead and jump into um into this topic. Um, I think there's a question that needs to be asked: Is there a way of thinking about testimony that transcends the question of what is the worst thing you did and how did God save you from that? Right? Mm-hmm. Like a lot of times when people think about testimony, they think about that: like what's the worst thing you ever did and and how did God save you from that? But is there something more? than stressing dramatic testimonies, right? Like our testimony, because we are called to share our testimony, right? Mm -hmm. But so many times people place the emphasis on what's the worst thing you've ever done. Yeah. And how to go, you know, and I think that's where we're like, you would say, I don't have a boring testimony because I don't really have like a worst thing I've ever done. Right. Um, You know, you good kid and get saved. And so I don't have a cool testimony, but so, so I think it relates a lot with a lot of our students, a lot of teenagers, um, 
here as well. So um, I recently read an article, and it, when we were talking about this, it reminded me of that article. It's on thegospelcoalition.org. So I know it's kind of a big word, but the <laughs> thegospelcoalition.org. And if you just go to the website and you search boring testimony, you'll pull up the whole article. But I just want to reference that so I don't get uh, – you know, cited for plagiarism or anything like that, but, but it's a great article. And so if you want to go read more, anyone who's listening, you can pull that up. But, but here's basically what, what the, what the author of the article, I'd say there, there's a few things when it comes to a boring testimony, some things that we miss. Number one, we miss, we misunderstand sin, right? Like what is sin? We easily misunderstand the seriousness of every sin, right? So those who like downplay an early conversion, like if you get saved at an early age, um, and those who exalt like a dramatic conversion, like the drug addict who attempted murder and got saved, uh, got saved later on in life, right? We, we, we downplay the one and we exalt the other. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So we misunderstand sin. So, and when we do that, we're highlighting the wrong thing. All right. And he goes on to talk about how the Bible makes it clear that the seriousness of a sin is measured not by like the act, right? Not by like what they actually did or in the act in comparison with other sins. Uh, but sin is measured uh, in the Bible by the one it affects, right? Mm-hmm. So, so meaning we, I, I, we talk a lot about how there's no sin greater than the other, right? Like all sin is equal in the eyes of God, right? Right. But we don't really, we don't really believe that, you know, because yeah. we think, you know, like, like murderer, bad, little white liar not so bad yeah right um so so when we do that we misunderstand sin and that's part of why uh, or how you you might would think your sin your testimony is boring because we misunderstand sin right so let me let me read that part again sin is measured in the bible by the one it affects who is it who who does it affect it affects god right we we've sinned against god so god is as grieved by adam's sin of eating the fruit Remember that story in Genesis? Yep. Like the first sin, Adam ate the fruit. He's just as grieved by that as Cain murdering his brother, right? Right. Those are two (laughs) totally different things, right? Eating an apple, killing your brother, right? Yeah. But but God is just as grieved by both of those. And so that is why we see disobedience to parents listed along with murder in Romans 1, right? Both of those are just as bad because God sees sin as he, all, all sin is, is equal in God's eyes because they all are what sent Jesus to the cross. So, so part of uh, thinking of a boring testimony is misunderstanding sin. So those who, who, who downplay those, um, really miss out on, on the thing. So, uh, all the, what all that means is that all of us stand on a level ground on the cross, right? right? Like the guy who went to prison and attempted murder and drug charges that got saved while in prison is not in a greater need of uh, 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 than, than you were, you know, mm-hmm. as a little as a little kid who who realized their need for Jesus and and talked to their children's minister. Yeah, right. You you were just as guilty as that guy, and so how we can get over a boring testimony is realizing what our sin really is, and that we were dead in our sins. To, dead in sin means we all need an earth shattering miraculous act of grace to bring us to life. That doesn't sound boring, does that? To you? No. <laughs> right. So, so, and that's why when you see it that way, it's not so boring after all. Does that make sense? Yes. Any thoughts on that? Well, I mean, it, whenever you put it in a perspective like that, it's like we all need to be saved, right? No matter what we did, and we all sinned, mm-hmm. and we all were the ones that 
put Jesus on the cross. So exactly. whenever you look at it like that, it's like mm-hmm. one can't be greater than the other, even though it's even though it is really easy to try to differentiate them like that. Right. Right. So the second thing he says is we misunderstand grace. Right. So we easily misunderstand grace because we make it too small. We act as if the only act of grace and conversion is being forgiven of sin. But but that and that is a big part of it, right? We do need to have our sins forgiven. Yeah. But that's not the only act of grace, right? And so what this author says is uh, we miss all the incredible act of grace that it took to bring us there, to bring us to that point. And, and here's what, what he gets at. It's, it's the fact that it's an incredible act of God's grace that anyone hears the gospel at all, right? Because... Many people have lived and died without ever hearing the message that you and I, that we've heard like almost every week of our entire lives growing up in church. Mm-hmm. Right? So, so it's, it's an incredible act of God's grace that, that we have heard this, this gospel message because there are people who have never heard the name of Jesus. And so let's not misunderstand that, that, that grace that, that, that yeah, for, for you and for me and for those listening who've grown up in church their whole life, we take that for granted, do we not? Like, yeah, we really do. The fact that that we've heard the gospel, we hear it every week, and so that in and of itself, it, it's an act of grace to have parents, teachers, and pastors who model the gospel. It, it's an amazing grace that you were born in a boring family <laughs> that went to church, right? Yeah. Like that in and of itself is an incredible thing. Where where you heard the gospel story every every day, every every week. So it's grace to be drawn by the God of the universe, right? It is grace to be raised from death. It is grace to receive the gift of faith. It is grace to see uh, and prize the glories of Christ. And it's grace to persevere. And it is grace that um, preserves us through depression, despair, temptation, and doubt. Philippians 1.6 says, And I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion on the day of Jesus Christ. Right, so all of our stories of grace are from beginning to end, right? You ever thought about it like that before? I honestly haven't. Yeah. Well, and you don't realize how lucky you are until you see other mm-hmm. people not getting to live life like this, like not being able to come to church and not being able to right. worship their God freely and all of that. Like you really, it's easy to take it for granted. Absolutely. So that that same grace that that can forgive that. <laughs> drug addict murderer uh that's a lot of grace but it's also a lot of grace and uh that, that god would put you in a place where you could hear that gospel message in the first place mm-hmm. and so it, we misunderstand that like that's a powerful testimony too right what we see is boring god sees us no it's powerful it's amazing right and so and finally the the the, the last thing he says is we misunderstand what exactly a testimony is right so so what's a testimony we we, we, listen, God has called us to tell stories of God's heroism, how he is, is a big, mighty, awesome God that he can save, you know, these, these crazy stories that we hear about, right? That right. we don't perceive as, uh, as boring. We, we should tell those stories. That is powerful because that, that brings glory to God. But every story of conversion is a dramatic telling of God's kindness, mm-hmm. right? When, when our focus is on his kindness, each story becomes a wild testimony of extravagant grace, right? So, so what about someone who is embarrassed about an ordinary testimony? Kind of, kind of like like what you were. We said well, I don't really have an an awesome testimony, yeah. right? So, so what what we do with that? Well, here's what we should do. We should we should wonder together both at how God saved the Apostle Paul 
um, an accessory of murder and an enemy of Christians, right? Remember the Paul we talked about in the oh, Bible? Yeah. Uh, he literally murdered Christians. And then what happened to him? Like God radically changed his life. So, so we should change his name is, and everything. Yeah, that, that is awesome that, that God would use that type of person. But then also we look at Timothy, right? Timothy, we read in 2 Timothy 1, 5, that his faithful mother and grandmother led him to faith, right? Right. We would probably label that a boring testimony. Yeah. But God used both of those guys in incredible, awesome ways. Both of our stories of grace and one grace overwhelms the other like woos, right? Uh, it's by grace that both men entered and, and served in God's kingdom. So so what's a testimony? A testimony is just telling uh, what God has done, how, how, how we were led to, to God, how we heard the gospel message, and what Christ has done in our life and, and what he is doing, how great really is about glorifying God, you know? And there's nothing boring about, about glorifying God. Yeah. Um, there's no such thing as boring testimony because there's nothing boring about a story where someone sacrifices their life for someone else, right? Right. And, and and let alone an innocent person dying for a guilty person. That's our story. Like that that is literally our story. Like if if I were to you know tell you a story, but hey, Hannah, you know someone someone died for me. Someone someone gave their life for me. You would be what? I would be like, oh my gosh, really? Yes. Like you would want to know more about that. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing boring about that story. And that literally is our testimony. That's our story. That that Jesus loved us and died for us. And not only that. Like, it's almost like, you know, someone's telling a story and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. Okay. Not only did someone die for me, but like, I was wrong and they were completely innocent. <gasps> like big gas. Really? <laughs> you know, like that's our story. And then there's nothing boring about that. And I will also, I would, I would also add too that in the world in which we live, there's something to be said about the power of a story uh, of someone who is able to live a boring life where they don't get caught up in the ways of this world, right? right. Um, I, I mentioned earlier, I used to think my, my story was was boring, right? That I was a pastor's kid, went to a Christian school, went to church every Sunday. Like, I remember I broke my collarbone in sixth grade, and I broke it on like a Friday, and my mom thought I was kidding. And Sunday morning, I'm getting ready for church, and I can't move. I'm screaming and hollering. And my mom says, you can at least go to Sunday school, right? I'm like, no, I can't, mom. Right? So that was the world I grew up in. Um, she felt really bad after they showed her the x-rays. It was broken half. So, but anyways, that, that's just, that's what I, I grew up in. So I used to think that, that, that I, I had a boring testimony because I, I never got drunk. I never smoked. I never did drugs. I was a virgin. Uh, but, but now I look back on that and I see how it was really the power of God's grace that I was able to avoid all of those things. Right. Like God's hand of protection was on me. And that's a powerful story, Yeah, you know? And so I think it, we need to look at it differently. So the question is why, why do you think Satan would use, would, would, would have us believe that our, our testimonies are boring? Because I don't think he wants to us to think that they have that big of an effect on us. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I think Satan uses boring stories as an excuse to get others from, from not sharing the gospel. Yeah. Right. Satan is deceptive and he wants nothing more than to keep us quiet. Right. So, um, yeah, I think, I think too many people really don't value their story and what God has done. Right. Anything else you want to add to that? or? Well, I mean, and also it is like whenever you do talk about your testimony, your testimony isn't just where your um, like faith 
that's not like the only part about your faith. Like that's the beginning of mm-hmm. it. And it's not just you get saved and then that's it. It's also right. what you do with that and how you apply it to your life and how you bring other people's other people to God and mm-hmm. help them through your story and let it change them as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and I think you, you made a good point. Your testimony isn't just that you got saved, mm-hmm. right? Your testimony is, is an ongoing story. Yeah, it's it's it doesn't just end with you praying to God and uh-huh. getting baptized. It's right. the rest of your entire life. Right. Your testimony is an unfinished book. Mm-hmm. Right. It's it's a to be continued. It's still happening. Yep. And the Word of God says we will overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. And you know, you think back at, at Fuge. You know, when we a lot of people were sharing their testimonies and sharing about what God has done in their life, where they were at. And that's a powerful thing. You know, people shared their testimonies and led someone else sharing their testimony, which led someone else sharing something and just encouraged all of us. So, so your, your testimony isn't just, Hey, I got saved when I was a kid. You know, there's a whole lot more than that. But I think, I think if people were more honest um, about opening up with some of the struggles that they have Mm -hmm. and some of the pain in their life, we would realize our testimonies aren't, aren't all that boring. Yeah. Right. I feel like if, if our testimonies were a book, mm-hmm. it would be like a really dramatic book because <laughs> it, would, it would be like every other page that would be like, Oh, right. oh. and it would just, yeah. it would be like a bunch of twists and turns because not Absolutely. everybody's like face faces struggles every day. And it's uh-huh. up to us to go to God right. for those things. Right. Yeah. I think a lot of people view their testimonies like their their Instagram feed, like they only post the good, yeah. stuff, you know. And and there's there's some there's some not so pretty things in our life that no one knows about, yeah. You know, and and it's hard. And I get it. It's, it's you don't want to go, you know, telling everyone all your deep darkest yeah. sins and stuff. And there, there's a, there there's time and a place, but you know, sharing it with a few people in private or something that that someone needs to to know and hear and help, that's a powerful thing. You know, yeah. that's not boring. Mm-hmm. So, well, cool. Well, Hannah, this is fun. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. This is like, this is an honor. Yeah, no, we're, we're glad to have you here. And, and I think it's cool that the same room where you discuss getting saved is the same room where you're telling your testimony to lots of people. Yep, this is where it all started. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, cool. Well, Hannah, thanks, thanks again for for joining us here and uh, thank you for listening and uh, we'll be back with more. And, and again, if you have any, any ideas, any topics you want to discuss, please let us know. And um, yeah, we're thank you for listening. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Anyone say bye. Bye. Okay, bye. Talk to you later. <laughs> bye. Wait, this isn't a phone call. Okay. I'm going to end up now. <laughs> Thanks.